0: Morning, guys. So I want to talk to you about something that is super near and dear to my heart, and quite frankly, I have to say it's probably one of the main reasons as to why I'm a teacher now and not formally a player. So it's about winning the battle um, against yourself each and every day. So let's talk about that. So the big question is this, how do passionate golfers like you and me maximize our potential and build consistency without having to try a new tip every time we hit the links? That was the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name's Kyle Morris, and welcome to Stock Shot Secrets. So you always hear how um, golf is a mental game, right? So... And I 100% believe that. Um, Mostly, like, if you just look at the statistics, for example, right? So a round of golf, on average, takes, let's just say, for argument's sake, it takes five hours. And in the game of golf, right, you've um, you've got three boxes that I always talk about. You've got the think box, which is what's happening behind the golf ball. You have the play box, which is happening over the golf ball. And then you have the memory box that's happening after the golf ball and in a five-hour round of golf in your think box like what you're doing you know preparing for the shot is about somewhere in the realm of about 24 to 27 minutes or so and then you've got the play box which is actually only about 60 seconds that's like the amount of time that you're taking to actually play the game and then the memory box accounts for four and a half hours so like there is a lot of time in between shots, and every shot, every, I'm sorry, every box, you're basically having to win the war against yourself. So for me, for example, like, when I was playing, it wasn't so much about my play box getting cloudy and, like, where I would find, um, you know, kind of, to be honest, I, I it's almost like spiritual warfare in my brain, where there's basically... You know, I'm trying to get lied to with with um, just indecision and all this kind of stuff. But my my big warfare really came in the think box because, which also this problem also makes me a great teacher. But, you know, I would basically do like nine gazillion calculations and I would do Y Loft Club, but I would do it on steroids. So it was like, I would get, I would, it would be so, so clouded. I'd be like, hey, okay, what's my yardage? I'm 141. Okay, what's the lie? It's into the grain. How's it going to react? It's wet. So now it's playing 138. Now it's downwind. It's playing 132. Now it's actually a little colder. So now it's playing 128. But then the greens are a little firm, so i got to hit it 126. And basically by the time I got to the end of the cycle, I was like, what yardage is it again? I don't even know, right? So my think box got so clouded. Because it was just, it was constant warfare with myself, right? I mean, to be honest, I played my best golf hands down when I got put on the clock, which unfortunately was quite a bit. So I was like begging this guy, his name's Jeff Harwell, um, he was a rules official on one of the tours, he'd be like, hey there, Kyle, just letting you know that you're all behind the clock again and we're going to put you on the clock, all right? And I was like, that's perfect because, you know, i went over par and I need to make some birdies. So, because for, for me, right, and everybody's different, when I sped up, I played faster because that essentially made my routine normal. Whereas some people, right, like when they get nervous, they speed up so they actually need to feel like they slow down. Everybody's, everybody's a little bit different. So, you know, my spiritual warfare or what, my warfare that was waging war against myself, that really happened for me on the think box. But then... You got the play box, right? I mean, you could do all the stuff right over the ball or behind the ball, do all your calculations, and then right before you take it back, right? If you're anything like me, right? You, right before you take it back, you go ah, uh, and there's like some indecision, right? You change your yardage over the ball, you have some second thought or some something that's making you not commit to the shot, and that's why when we go through mental mastery, right? I'm really trying to help you learn how to be present, because when you're present and you're in one of those five senses, like concentrating on whether it's sights, taste, touch, hearing, or smell, or touch, when you're present, you essentially can beat the war against yourself because you're just where your two feet are. So that's in the think box. And then you think about the memory box. The war against yourself is essentially, you know, the, the negative self-talk and the emotions that happen be after the ball, right? So you hit a bad shot, and we talk to our elite juniors about this a lot, right? The goal is that every every athlete is surrounded by this level of optimism, almost, and confidence, you know, some obviously taking another step too far and it comes off as arrogance, but the truth is, it's like those, those high-performing athletes, when mistakes happen in their memory box, they're surprised, right? They're like, their immediate reaction, which is what, I train myself to to do, and what we try to train, to train our elite juniors to do, and our and our amateur golfers at the golf room, essentially is, when you hit a bad shot, the immediate reaction is, oh, that's weird, right? Like that's weird that that happened. It's weird that this took place because that's not actually who I am. Whereas the person who has a negative self image, right, they do it, and their their reaction is, ah, here we go again, right? Like. I played great yesterday, and today it's crap. So we want to make it so that the war, that we're beating the war against ourselves after the shot, too, so that when those negative self-talk elements come into play and we start to, you know, um, get give self-deprecating statements and we're, our self-talk gets bad, we can basically kick it and go, no, 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 no. Like, no, like, that's that's not me. I'm really, really good, right? And that's why you've got that post-shot reaction um, framework of, of ACL where you assess it, you assess what happened, you correct it by making a practice swing of what you would like to do, and then you leave, right? So you assess it, you correct it, and leave. Because when we have those memory boxes and that the war against ourselves and we create a bunch of emotion, right? When you create a bunch of emotion, that's where memories are stored. So, you know, I have a high emotion when Adler and Rowan and Wren were born. I, have a, I had a lot of emotion when marrying Leslie. I had a lot of emotion when so on and so forth, right? So when you have moments in your life that are high emotional value, right, and you put a lot of emotion into them, that's how memories are stored. So now what ends up happening is in that memory box, right, if you're not beating the war against yourself, you hit a shot, it's a bad shot, you create a high emotional connection to it. So now that's what you end up creating memory from. And then the really good shots, you go, oh yeah, that's like what I do, right? I just piss excellence in the morning, right? So like, you're very emotionally neutral to the good shots, and you're super, super emotional to the negative shots, and now your subconscious and your self-image is built upon this memory, and these memories of negative shots, and therefore, when things do go bad, you go, okay, here we go again, because that's what your image is of itself. So you've got to be filling the bucket with the right stuff. That's not only just but Like, that's in life, right? Like, always trying to find the glass to be half full. So... You know, for me, it was just, and I think it's especially prominent with like super young kids, like U.S. kids players. Um, I, I mean, and then it gets better with age, I think, as we start to mature and we start to understand a little bit. But I still think that even the, you know, the mid, the mid amateur, you know, the guy who's 45 certainly struggles with self-talk, right? So on the golf course. So it's, it's one of the biggest things. I think that's that it's a great goal if you can go out and plot and try to play. And say, hey, my goal today is essentially to win the war against myself, right? And that, could, that means a whole bunch of things, right? Like that can mean having a crisp think box and routine. It could mean trying to stay present over the ball. And it could also mean trying to make sure that your self-talk and after the shot, your emotional resiliency stays on point after the shot too. So it can be like a whole bunch of things. It really just depends on what's good for you. But there's no doubt that, which is why this is perfect for the show, right, is that to hit stock shots, you have to win the war against yourself, because as you know, your brain dictates your body, and your body dictates the club, and the club dictates the ball, and the ball dictates your score. So, if your brain is not on point, then it's hard to make your body perform. So, that's it. I think that it was just something on my heart this morning um, to win the war against yourself. Hopefully, it helps you a little bit. Um, And and we will see you next time here on Stock Shot Secrets.